my goodness. All right. That's well, a lot oh, of pressure, you mean like eh? you mean like to open the show? Open the show. Oh you can my. Open the show, man. I open my it next time. goodness. My goodness. It's a lot of pressure. We're this is episode two, man. Episode, episode one. Two. People hear how phenomenal it is, and then they go, "Shit, man! Hey, friends, check out episode two. You know? I know. I know. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> All right, I'm just uh, opening up my notes. We, Actually, I forgot to do that. We set the bar so high, you know. I know. <laughs> okay. Now people are expecting something. Uh, do we have like a set intro? Not really, man. You just say, this is Photo Bros, and then you say, I'm, I'm this guy, and I'll say, I'm this guy, and then we say some stuff, and then we do our topics. Beautiful. All right. Welcome to an episode of the Photography Bros. I am one of your hosts, Michael Costa, also known as the Growing Photographer. On the other end, we have... We have Jared Poirier from Galaxy Design. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of the Photography Brothers podcast. Uh, It's an honor to be here with you, Michael. Uh, And same with you, like always. So we got a great show uh, for the people today. Uh, Lots of interesting topics and uh, and a little bit of photography news as well. So uh, I hope that people are ready to have their minds blown uh, by a great (laughs) podcast here. I'm drinking my coffee right now. We're going to keep the energy up here on Photo Bros and uh, and really deliver the goods. So I'm excited to get into it. How are you feeling these days, Michael? Oh, man. Hmm. That's a good question. Mm. Uh, you know, it's like a generic question, but like in, during these times, <laughs> during these times, it's like a real question, you know? It's because life's real um, right now, man. Like back, back, you know, pre-COVID, I, I don't mean to dive into something so minuscule, but listen. Before, pre pre COVID, right? If someone asks you how you're doing, you're like, this guy just doesn't know what to ask me, right? Yeah. During yeah. COVID, during COVID, someone asks you how they're doing, it's like a genuine like, how are you doing though? <laughs> you <laughs> know? Yeah, it's like con- it's concern. It's a legitimate concern. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Trying good, to stay brother. busy. Nice. Um, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, good man. Same. I've been uh, I've been working a lot, doing a lot of uh, real estate shoots, and I've been playing some music and stuff. Got a little uh, nice. band project going. So yeah, I mean, all in all, just kind of stay as busy as possible. Um, keep my mind focused, and uh, yeah, keep keep uh, keep my eyes on the prize, as it were. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, and when I say usually, I mean in episode one. We started with t- <laughs> we uh, we started with topics. Um, mm, the long-standing yeah. tradition of starting with topics. The long-standing tradition. You know, we can't um, we can't disappoint. So we gotta stick to it. Um, did you want to open up with the topic this time around? I don't remember who went first on the topic last time. Uh, probably me, if I had to guess. So you can go first. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, good. So I'm topic. really putting the pressure on you today, eh? Yes. Yes, you are. You're, you're giving me to too, too much responsibility. Uh-oh. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. So first topic is forget about COVID for a second. Okay. I'm going to take okay. you to a place that's a lot more enjoyable. Okay? I already forgot. You already forgot. I, I try every morning. So you get a phone call from whoever it is. I don't know who it is. It's your Canon, it's your Sony, whoever it is. This is a dream dream world here. And they say, you can go anywhere in the world. We want you to, to test out 
uh, one of our cameras and we want you to go anywhere you want. So basically, mm. where do you go and what camera do you take with you? Wow. That is cool, man. What an interesting topic. Um, I don't know. I, I think I would kind of take more of like a, maybe like a photojournalism approach to that type of thing. And I might go mm. somewhere where there's uh, some type of story, right? Maybe like, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm not brave enough to go to a war zone or something like that, but <laughs> that that would be kind of my approach. Maybe that's just coming off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, someplace where there's some real news to cover, whatever that may be, and uh, mm. and and go and get the get the real story. I think is uh, is what comes to mind. What's in your hands, man? What's in your hands, though? Oh, and what's in my hands? I don't know. Something yeah. expensive. Uh... <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're like, can I take photos on a C100? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I would like to do some video as well, and maybe, uh, maybe vlog around a bit. I don't need anything too crazy, man. I'm probably yeah. gonna buy. I'm probably gonna buy soon. What would be in my hands? Uh, one of those uh, Sony's, man. A7 III. I might buy one on Boxing man. Day. <laughs> See, it's funny you say that because I would probably say something along the same lines, like something mm. that performs at a high level on both sides so we're talking photo and video be able to do both really really well the only issue with sony and it's not that bad anymore is yeah. um is just the like the lens selection as far as cost goes true true um but now that we're seeing a bit more of them out we're we're, we're starting to see like the used market become a bit more affordable and mm -hmm. reasonable uh, i still don't think like a, a a cheap 50 mil should be like 250 no. Right? But maybe that's just me being used to the plastic fantastic mm -hmm. uh, 50 mil on the uh, on the Canon side. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I'd probably I'd probably go something similar with you. I would love to go to Tokyo. Oh, yeah, man. I would love to go to oh, Japan for man. sure. That would be. Yeah. Cool. Can you imagine the street photography there? Yeah, it's that would be wild, brother. So much culture. Yeah, that's cool, man. I got a Japanese uh, news story coming up later. So it ties in nicely. Hey, very Ooh. nice. Very nice. Quick question. You ever see Lost in Translation? I know you're a movie guy. Uh, not yet, man. I haven't seen it yet. And you disappoint me. Do you have a topic? <laughs> cool, man. Oh, that was a good topic. I like that. It's uh, short short and sweet. Kind of get everybody out of the mindset of uh, coronavirus for a minute. And yeah, when we, when we can travel again... Um, when I went to Europe, I took some pretty nice photos. Uh, I didn't really prioritize bringing a nice camera. Um, but took some videos, took some photos and yeah, it's always nice to, uh, to get out of the place where you're always shooting cause you've seen it all already and you kind of feel like every photo's already been shot, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially in a city like Toronto, like there's kind of not a lot of locations left. You gotta be, uh, pretty creative to get, uh, something that no one's seen before. Um, but yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to travel and, uh, and get something, something a little bit different. Yeah. You know what though? It's, it's interesting. You, you kind of bring that up. Um, is it that there are less places to shoot or that we are so familiar or, um, we're so submersed within the city so yeah. frequently that we're mm -hmm. just something that we're looking at is like a passive thought or like, it's not, not much. And then to somebody else who comes in, they're like, this is awesome. I want to compose it this way. This is really cool. And they're going to get a really good shot out of it. Right. Like, is it just that like overwhelming familiarity, which also like, diffuse like like fogs up our vision <laughs> like do you know what i mean 
Yeah, I think so, man. Uh, it actually makes me think of the uh, one of the most famous photographers, uh, Ansel Adams, uh, when he was doing photography of like the national parks or whatever. He like went and lived there so that he could get the the best photos. I guess that's kind of the opposite. <laughs> like if you yeah. spend a spend a lot of time in a place, you like start to really get to know it, and uh, and then you can get some beautiful photos. But I guess back then the type of landscape photography that he was doing, he was actually pioneering and no one else had done it so kind of interesting uh interesting thing to think about there i think yeah because we live in the city and uh and maybe like a lot of the accounts that we follow on like instagram let's say or other photographers that we're yeah. aware of like they're shooting here in toronto as well and you know you get used to seeing the uh the same landmarks over and over again so yeah that could be yeah. could be it man and i think just getting out of uh getting out of that place and getting something different to shoot is uh is really good for your creativity honestly yeah and i think actually again to ta tag on to what you just said like i think it's also like yeah like we have some really cool photos of the city um but also like a lot of the people that we look up to and admire also yeah. travel a lot they have the yeah. uh, incredible privilege to do so and so like when we see that it's like okay well this wall in Toronto that faces my building every day isn't as interesting as, you know, the blue lagoon in Iceland. So maybe I just won't take that photo. Right. But yeah. Hey, you know, it is what it is. I'd actually yeah. be curious to know, like anyone watching the video right now, um, you know, like how, where are you at? Where do you actively still take photos within your city or do you find yourself actively like traveling outside of it to take photos? Yeah, interesting question. Let us know uh, down in the comments all about that stuff. If you take photos where you are, if you like to travel to take your photos and get some good conversation going around that. Uh, you want to get into the next topic? Yes, please. Sweet. I have a humdinger of a topic uh, for you guys <laughs> right now for Michael right. Costa and for the listeners out there. I don't know if Michael Costa is going to be able to handle this topic, but we're going to oh, find boy. out. It's a, personal, it's a personal topic. I don't know. Better be ready to get personal. I'm kind of scared now. I'm scared. We're talking relationships and photography. Oh, boy. So... Michael Costa, you are in uh, a long-term relationship, correct? This is right. Whoa, and uh, with a with a lovely lady. <laughs> yes, she is. Nice, she nice. Is. What's her name? Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Cool, cool. So, yeah, uh, yeah no association I'm... to the Amazon device. Just yeah, that you know. <laughs> it's like a her situation going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just an everyday walking phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's jokes. Um, What's the yeah, uh, me too. I'm also in, uh, I'm also in a relationship and, uh, how do you find balancing, uh, being in a long-term relationship, having a, a long-term girlfriend, uh, and your career as a photographer? Does it ever get in the way? Does it ever cause strife? You know, um, the hours of a photographer aren't necessarily the same as your average person. Uh, there's a lot of different stresses. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, like I said, your schedule isn't as consistent. Maybe the cash flow isn't as consistent as if you had uh, another type of occupation. You know, there's kind of ups and downs. There's busy seasons. There's not. So I'm just wondering how's uh, how that's working out for you. Do you find it pretty easy to balance or are there some challenges there? 
It's a good question. I, I actually Thanks, really like this one. Um, I I think there's two ways, two things to talk about here. So one is um, from the perspective, I think, which is originally what you had intended of, of the partner, but also there's the perspective of myself. So the from the perspective of the partner, I actually had a really good conversation with somebody who is not a photographer, but is a full-time creative. He is a rapper. Cool. Um, and he's had to have, has had to had, uh, have, has, why did I mess that? He English guys. has had yeah, to have. That's a hard, that's a hard sentence. I don't know what my grade five <laughs> English class grade was, but I don't think it was that good. Um, I don't think you passed, man. I think you're still in grade five. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the world. Don't tell um, that. No, so he's had to have some very difficult conversations with people. Um, and, and basically like when I was telling him, you know, this is something I really want to do full time, trying to set myself up to do this. He's like, one of the most important things that you have to do is set that expectation up with your partner. Like mm. they, they're going to be all for you going and chasing your dreams. They love you and they want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. But, but sometimes there isn't that understanding that like, Hey, that means that like, my hours aren't normal, like you said, right? A lot of the things that you said, my hours aren't normal. That means that, you know, I have like really random weird clients. I'm going to have like, it just means so many things. Like it yeah. doesn't mean you don't have a Saturday, Sunday off and then a nine to five. Yeah. So uh, I've had to have that conversation, not because it got to a point or escalated to a point where I had to, but it's just, I had that conversation with the guy and I thought this is a really good, really good point. And I had that conversation with her, and she, you know, really, really understanding of that. Um, that's, it's, it's, you know, we haven't had any situations come up that, um, really challenge us in, in the way that we're kind of suggesting right now yet. Mm -hmm. So obviously like if that comes up, it's going to be a little different so far, mm -hmm. it's been okay from now to go back to, um, what I was saying earlier from my perspective, it's to me, that's actually the greatest challenge because as much as I want to be creative and I love to be creative. I love shooting videos, shooting photos, all of that. Um, at the same time, I like adore my girlfriend. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's that constant struggle of like, okay, do I edit that video tonight? Exactly. Or do exactly. I throw on like, you know, something on Netflix and just kind of chill out. Right. And so yeah, it is like, it's, it's like a balance because it is important to have your time um, with your partner and to just like in general, wind down and relax. But it's also, it's like sometimes you got to find that balance and it's not easy when you're starting up. Yeah, it's certainly not. Um, and I think that like I've had this conversation uh, with my girlfriend quite a few times uh, throughout the years. Um, just kind of, yeah, trying to set those expectations, I think, is really important. Just be like, look, this is this is uh, what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. Like I'm building this business. Um, so that eventually I will have a better life. Eventually I will have more time to, to spend doing whatever I want. But look, like while I'm on the come up, it's going to be this, this and this, right? Like I'm going to be working hard, like you said, taking on some pretty random things sometimes and, uh, and working, uh, working random hours and maybe sometimes, you know, some weeks more than 40 hours, some weeks less than, but, uh, setting that expectation and yeah, it can be tough, especially with like, uh, any creative field, there's this idea of like getting into kind of a creative flow that a lot of artists experience that, 
Um, and I experienced that as well. And that can kind of cross the line sometimes uh, from like being in a creative flow to being like in a creative obsession. I think there's a potential <laughs> for that. Um, and I've definitely experienced that like with uh, with photography, for sure, with videos, especially just like running my own YouTube channel um, and just getting like so involved with all of that and like you know, you want to pump out content, you want to uh, keep when I was doing like movie reviews, it was always like go and see the newest movie and get the review out on time and things, you know, a lot of demands uh, on your time. And yeah, you just have to have to really do those two things. I think you you nailed it right out of the gate, man. It's, th it's those two things. It's, it's uh, setting the expectation and then also just being like reasonable in uh, in how you're approaching your work. Take that approach of like, okay, do I really need to be working on this right now there's times that the answer is yes and there's times that you gotta go put on some netflix and then listen to some barry white you know <laughs> exactly man um like one tip that i've heard from somebody was to just like pre-plan your whole week yeah you know, like in that way it's like cool like if you can sometimes you can't sometimes you can yeah sometimes you know but like uh for me at least for the most part like maybe there's going to be a couple of exceptions with like a video edit gig coming up or something like that. But for the most part, it's like, okay, I know I want to make this many videos this week. Okay. So to do that, I have to shoot, I have to shoot. I have to edit. No, not even, I have to write the script or like plan out how I'm going to do this, what it's going to mm -hmm. be about, hit all the mm -hmm. points I want to hit. Cool. Shoot it, edit it, publish it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where do those end up on my, on my schedule? Right. And obviously it becomes a bit more, um, difficult when you're balancing your nine to five as well, of course. But like, yeah. um, at least if you do it like that, and if it's possible, there's some things are going to move around like we're talking about, but at least it gives you an idea of where you're going to have time to spend time for your, for yourself and to spend time with your partner. Yeah. And share, sharing your schedule with them, uh, as well is really good. Uh, my girlfriend, Masha definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely supports that whenever I can uh, tell her what the heck's going on you know she realizes sometimes there'll be random things that come up but yeah to the extent that you can like have things down on a schedule even with this podcast for instance you know we might end up at a certain point once we get our shit together <laughs> that you know it's it's shot on a certain day at a certain time you can expect it it's released at a certain time uh same thing like with just little activities that you do in your business. No, you know, maybe there's a certain day where you need to be on the phone a lot doing sales. Okay, pick a certain day to do that. There's a day for editing and yeah, really structuring. I think that'll help you both ways. It'll help you with uh, with your relationships and it'll also, you know, help you in your business. So, mm -hmm. yeah, thanks. All right, great, great question, man. Great, great topies. Um, yeah, I've got another one, but I honestly feel like... It's a topic for episode three, Michael. Ooh, You're gonna leave me in I think suspense. It's too much. Like a true I think it's movie too buff. Much. <laughs> true movie buff <laughs> too, over here. Might be too much for this episode. Um, do you have another one, or should we go into the news? I'm good to go in the news. Let's do it. Roll that intro. Photo Bros news is coming. This is Photography Brothers News, and I think we have some pretty exciting news stories. 
uh, for you guys today. Uh, might be difficult to top the Photo Bros News segment from our first episode. We talked about monkey photographers in that episode. Uh, and I don't know, this is not going to be as funny, um, but it might be involving a cure for the coronavirus and it also involves photography. So, so maybe a good story. Um, so here we go. From the Times of India, uh, we have a news story here with the title Fujifilm Signs Man... We have uh, a story here with the title Fujifilm Signs Manufacturing Contract for COVID Vaccine. So is this uh, the first that you've been hearing of Fujifilm having anything to do with the coronavirus uh, vaccine, Michael? Yes. And that actually says a lot because uh, at work we've been uh, – I'm not going to get into all of it. But we, mm -hmm. we're the, one of the new projects we're working on, like it requires us to like have – an understanding of who's coming up with vaccines right now. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously like the Pfizer one, we all know about Moderna. What's going on with, with Fuji, man. What are they doing? All right. So, uh, yeah, this is our, our connection, uh, back in with the Japanese thing. So that's probably why you haven't heard of it. Cause this is a, uh, a bit of a vaccine uh, and some treatment for the coronavirus, uh, but it's kind of on the other side of the world here. So uh, China, Japan, Russia, uh, they might be seeing this stuff uh, before we do over here. Um, but anyways, uh, you probably have never really thought that Fujifilm would have anything to do with the coronavirus vaccine, but it turns out that since Fujifilm has been uh, steadily losing market share in the camera world, they have only about 5% uh, of global market share when it comes to cameras. I did a little research today. I found out that uh, Canon still has almost 50%. And, um, really? Yeah, and Sony is coming in pretty strong with about 20%. Only um, 20%? Yeah, I know, man. That's the most update to wow. up, uh, up to date numbers I could find. Uh, those were from September, as far as I remember. Um, but anyway, so Fujifilm is really uh, not doing great in the camera game. Uh, but they've been investing more in biotechnology and uh, now they have a, a bit of a contract here to uh, to manufacture the Corona vaccine. So that's actually the uh, the formula. Um, so I guess whatever, uh, whatever the formula is, you put in the antibodies and mix it up with some mm -hmm. preservatives or whatever and inject it into people. Uh, and you need some pretty specialized uh, technology, pretty specialized gear to do so. And uh, evidently, Fujifilm uh, biotechnology uh, has those type of capabilities. So kind of interesting stuff. So they'll be uh, working on that in the next little while. And I was also really surprised to find out that aside from the vaccine, they also have like a pill capsule that might cure the coronavirus as well. Uh, what? Called called Ad Adagan or something like that. You um, nailed Ava it. Avigan. Sure. That's gotta be. That's, that's gotta, gotta be, be it. Exactly it. That's yeah. gotta be exactly it. Anyways. Take it from the guy who failed grade five English. I'm telling you, that's gotta be the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably. Uh, I'd trust him. I'd trust mm -hmm. him on that. So yeah, um, that's uh, like I said, all gonna be kind of going out to uh, to Russia and China and uh, 
and Japan and, and whatnot, uh, maybe before it finds its way over to us. But I did think it was uh, pretty interesting and uh, definitely unexpected and uh, kind of related to photography. So that's that news story. What do you mm -hmm. make of all that? Well, I just want to say uh, congratulations on Fuji for finding a way to be relevant. Um, mm -hmm because uh, you're kind of not in the photography space. I've never shot a picture. No, that's true, man. I've never even yeah. heard of someone using a Fuji camera. I tried out one. I, yeah. I forgot what, I think it's like the, what do they call them? The T2 or, I forgot, or the X-T2. They have such weird naming conventions, but uh, they're okay. I, I, I honestly feel like they're just, like it's a stylistic choice, just visually. Like if you like old film cameras, you might mm -hmm. kind of compromise on some of the, the hardware and, and tech uh, drawbacks, I guess. But anyways, mm -hmm. like it's very interesting. So you're saying that this is more so on the Asia's side and then obviously that part of Russia? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Do you know if there's any like intention for that to eventually come to North America? Or is there no mention of it? Uh, I couldn't find any mention of that just as I was researching around today. Uh, it just looks like it's going to kind of go to China and Russia first. And maybe it has something to do with how like, uh, you know, like the FDA needs to approve it. And, yep. you know, they'd probably rather have that coming from like an American company and same thing in Canada, right? Maybe we want like a, uh, an American company, a Canadian company to be producing it. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe you don't want to buy a vaccine from Russia if they're your enemies. I'm not exactly sure how it works. <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, uh, not, it, maybe politics is involved. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like like the Pfizer and, and Moderna vaccines are probably going to be the first ones here. So mm -hmm. we'll see if there's even a need for it here, but it's good to yeah. see that. Hey, like, you know, all seriousness. Yeah. Like Fujifilm's finding a way to, to kind of help out and, and, um, help the world, I guess. Um, or at least that, that part of it. Right. So yeah, if that's like a leading vaccine over there and if you have a consumable capsule, like that's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, very interesting. And even, yeah, the idea of a capsule over like having to get people in for the shot and stuff might be uh, might be good. And that's actually the the capsule itself is um, like uh, antiviral medication, right? Uh, it's not a vaccine. So those are kind of two separate things. But mm, either way, yeah, either way, they're kind of double double team in the Corona here. So Fuji doing it, Fuji doing it, for, doing it for the world. Fuji film. We gotta like, we gotta start, we gotta start a movement here. I think, I think we gotta get, cause here's the thing. Okay. okay. Fu, fu, Fuji I'm now. I'm listening. Fuji, they're, they're trying to get into that, that medical space money. That's right. There's a lot That's of space right. in that medical space. A lot of money okay? in there. Mm -hmm. Fuji film, you know, they're going to be loaded here. You know, what, what, what if like they create something crazy? something crazy such revolutionate revolutionizing the way mm -hmm. that we take photos today i don't want that i don't yeah. want fuji to win yeah i don't, I don't want, want fuji that. to win no we need sony sony listen to me <laughs> we need you to start making covid19 vaccines some sort of consumable capsule all right maybe like what, a patch maybe a patch or something you know like we yeah. need you guys even to step easier up here. even like a gummy like a gummy a gummy oh my goodness oh Here's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, <laughs> can, can you imagine trying to sell it? <laughs> Buy your Corona gummies. Yeah. From Sony. Yeah. New from, from Sony. Sony. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, well, is it like credible? Like, is it like, is it like a medical company? Oh, it's like Sony, you know, like the guys that make your television. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Your television always works, right? Take this pill. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Man, I'll go home. Just check my health coverage first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Cool right. stuff. So yeah, Sony, story. Canon, you guys are getting called out here. You're getting called out getting on called photo out, bros. Man. You guys may be ahead in the camera game, but y'all are falling behind in the Corona vaccine game to Fujifilm here. And I, it, frankly, it's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. It is. And All right. That I don't, is honestly it, what the headline should read. I, I'm honestly, I'm too disgusted to continue. Uh, what's the next uh, <laughs> topic here? All right. So my topic is around street photography. Good. Okay. Um, okay. I'm excited for this one. This is good. Yes. And, and just so you know, totally unintentional that there I, was. I, I said a, topic. I went news story. Apologize to our listeners. It's it's okay. I think they'll forgive you. The yeah. uh, the totally unrelated like thought process and how I picked a street photography topic and then this is a street photography news news thing. Um, but basically, here's what's going on. There's a, a lady in New York City who is saying that she's been harassed so many times with just random street photographers. And that, by the way, this is this is from uh, Petapixel, which is like one of the most uh credible sources yeah we'll um, link all these uh news stories in case you guys want to read them yeah so uh i'm gonna read a couple of things that she has said and i want to have a, a a small discussion here and just to get your perspective on it because i'm curious to know like what you think and, and maybe it's just the line that you don't cross or what it is uh, i don't know what it is but um a couple of things that she said. So one thing she said was an older man walked by with two cameras. Why was he had two cameras? Two cameras and discreetly aimed one at me. I immediately called 911. <laughs> it's a little excessive. I think it's a little excessive. Very excessive. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so uh, I just I didn't even see this part earlier. She put the way in. she put a police officer. A police officer made him destroy one of his roles. So I guess it was oh. a film, a film oh, camera. Um, another one was uh, I was walking down 57th Street. Uh, a man with a long zoom camera lens uh, pointed it at me and took a, a rapid series of photographs. Mm-hmm. When I confronted him, he said it was a free country. As he tried <laughs> to get away, I grabbed him and called 911. <laughs> This woman's a crusader, eh? She's like Batman yeah. against street photographers. My goodness. Right? So, I oh. mean, here's the thing, right? Like, it's understandable that someone should not point like, like a, like a hundred to four hundred telephoto in your face and just start rapid firing photos, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, like, to like, you think it should be illegal? Really? Like, I don't know. What What's your take on? on the whole thing, man. Uh, I, I think that she's insane. I think the idea uh, <laughs> of making it illegal to uh, take photos of people on the street is completely insane as well. Uh, it's just all about how artfully you do it, the, the way that you do it and, and the tact that you use. Um, you know, street photographers have been operating for a long time. It's a perfectly legitimate form of photography. Uh, if you live, honestly, guys, I'm sorry, but if you live in a big city and you go outside, you're getting filmed all the time. Like you just are, 
whether or not there's street photographers there's uh cameras in every store there's cameras on every street corner uh everybody has a camera in their pocket Uh, actually i've got like one two three cameras right here on my cell phone and and you're you're always you're always being filmed so the idea that like because someone is shooting photos of you all of a sudden this is like a violation of your rights uh it's absolutely not true uh i think you can if you don't want someone to take photos of you uh go up to them and ask them not to take photos of you Uh, do you need to get the police involved Uh, i just think that's that's ridiculous i think it's ridiculous if someone was taking, if the, a street photographer took a photo of me walking around, I, uh, you know, um, I would probably just think that's awesome, and I would, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, I'd say bless them. So, yeah, no, I mean, obviously for us, it'd be like, hey, that's awesome, man. Thanks. By the way, here's my Insta. But yeah, exactly, for, exactly. Like it, it's understandable, like that someone could be uncomfortable with it, but like even just reading through the quotes, like you immediately called nine one one. Like, did it? Why did you escalate it? so quickly right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like um and you again another thing that you said that's so true and i don't know why i didn't think about this initially but it's like like yeah you're you're living in new york city like yeah (laughs) there's like like every third person that you walk by is a creative of some sort probably exactly man. so like if if you didn't if you didn't want to be like constantly seen or captured or whatever like you you probably shouldn't be in New York City. Yeah. Or, or you know, like, <laughs> yeah, at if le- you're trying to live least. a really, really private life. Yeah. Yeah. New York, New York's not and the way to Manhattan. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, good luck affording it. <laughs> but, uh, but no, True. I think it's just like having like a, a, a an adult conversation, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe if you're not like, hey, if you don't delete it, then I'm going to call 911. Like, if that's probably not the right way to address it. Maybe just be like, hey, uh, hey, sorry, like, you know, I think you took my picture. I'm not not the most comfortable with it. Like, if you don't mind, can you just like remove the image, right? Like, I would re- immediately delete that photo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course, there are assholes. There is mm-hmm. like the there is an there is the potential for someone who's going to say no, a free country, whatever. Like something really weird like that. Sure. Ninety nine percent of the time, the person's just going to be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You're right," and they're going to delete the photo. Yeah, it really shouldn't be an issue. Uh, of course, there's going to be like wackaloons on both sides. There's going to be those people who are like, oh, you took a photo of me. I'm calling the police. And then there's going to be those photographers who are like such purists of street photography that they're like, yeah, it's a free country. I can do whatever I want. I'm keeping this photo. Like, yeah, I think both of them are, are kind of equally wrong in that case. Like, yeah, just treat treat each other with respect, be an adult. Um, I don't do a lot of that type of street photography, like taking random pictures of, uh, of strangers. I do see the value in it. I do see why it's cool um the closest thing that i have to that really is uh doing like vlogs and stuff like that where i'm walking around holding my camera in my hands uh walking through public places public streets the eaton center uh whatever it is and people will get caught uh in the background of my shots most of the time they'll smile they'll wave (laughs) do the peace sign uh give me bunny ears uh whatever Uh, other times i've had people say hey cool man you're doing a vlog let me help you i'll hold the camera for a minute usually i'll say no to those people (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know (laughs) yeah there's a whole uh there's a whole range uh yeah i just think the the ultimate thing there is yeah people are people are weird sometimes but yeah treat each other with respect and uh and just be reasonable you can handle it yourself you can handle it between two adults i think and on that amazing 
closing message. Mm. We want to thank you. Oh, no, you have a third topic. We don't got time for that, man. Oh, <laughs> I had a third news story. But don't worry, it'll still be newsworthy next uh, next month. It'll still be very newsworthy. So don't worry. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, on that. Now, no, now, not so. Uh, uh, now it's a bit more of an abrupt outro. But, but uh, thank you for tuning in to the Photography Brothers show. Thank you, Jared, uh, for helping set up this whole like no digital My My way of doing things. Yeah, um, it's been great. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to comment if you typically take photos within your hometown or if you typically travel outside. Try to. Search for something interesting and cool. But until the next time, you know what? Hit it. Hit it, Jared. Until next time, what? Until next time, uh, make sure you follow this YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, right now, right now, this show's uh, just on YouTube. Uh, I'm working to get it onto Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that type of things. Like a legit podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. Until next time, uh, keep taking beautiful photos. Stay artistic. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Um, yeah, all of all of that. Uh, I don't know. Live, laugh, love. I think that is an Emma Roberts movie. <laughs> on that note, thank you for watching, and we will catch you on the next one. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next month. Like, I, I'm sorry, like, at the end, it was kind of funny. But I was like, until next time, Jared, tell him. You're like, uh, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Weren't you just closing the show? Uh, Keep but, on yeah. growing and never stop photoing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's a good thing maybe you didn't say that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man.